Welcome back to the podcast. Um, we are back with another exciting topic today. Um, but first, I would like to introduce my uh, my, my my handsome podcast co-creator, uh, Mike. Um, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for the compliment. I am happy to give it back. Although for everyone who's <laughs> seeing this, Max is wearing one of the most salesy headsets that I've ever seen. And it looks like he would like to sell me an insurance right about now. Yes, I, 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 I did a massive career uh, switch. And uh, on, on that pathway, you get these beautiful headsets. No, to, uh, to, to, to be honest, I didn't find my official one. So I found the one um, deep in some boxes um, from like these typical headsets with that are looking pretty, pretty interesting. But uh, let's get started. Um, today, we want to talk a bit about personal mission statement and and uh, and 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 your personal purpose um, which is of course a bit more personal but we thought it's an interesting take um, it was also recommended by um, the university I'm kind of doing um, besides my main job in this podcast here um, shout out to tomorrow's education of course but uh, generally we have talked a lot about identifying personal um, missions and also identifying what you're what you're what you're standing for and what you want to do with your life but first off before maybe we go into let's say the nitty-gritty details mike um do you have or did you ever think about your personal mission statement or your personal purpose or uh, you see i'm already in, uh, selling you insurances now yeah <laughs> yeah now soon you try to convert me but yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Uh, yes, I, I did. I didn't call it mission statement, but especially a couple of years ago, like right after I finished college, I was very much focused on reflecting on what I want to do, what's important to me, defining my own virtues and principles, and then also defining what I want to achieve or what I want to do in life. And I think it, I think my structure is probably a bit different than yours. Uh, I assume because we, like for full disclosure, we haven't talked about it in advance, so. Uh, we don't know what the other one will <laughs> sell us on now. But yeah, I definitely thought about it. I think reflection and really getting to understand yourself is very important. And it's also honestly one of the best things I've done, like ever probably, just diving really deep into what I want, what I think is important. And But, but I don't know if it's the same for you, but you have to redo it every now and then, right? It's, mm. It changes. And it can sometimes change fairly quickly if you make either big changes or something new is happening. So it requires readjustment, but it's one of the most important things that I think you should be doing on a regular basis. I agree, actually. But the point that you mentioned about that it should change and that it probably is changing regularly, I think is a very important point because a lot of the people, I assume, would be quite fearful of defining your life purpose for the rest of your life. And I think um, actually quoting somebody that has put it in perfect words, in my, my opinion, is um, is, is Viktor Frankl, um, who, who, who wrote, those who have a why can be with almost any how. And I think that's a really nice um, sentence that summarizes it. But I think in relation to that, it's important to say that it's something that always changes. It's a living document that can change on a year to year basis based on, on your priorities. And I think that's where the relation also appears to businesses, because at the end of the day, a lot of businesses and startups think about what's their mission, what's their vision. Uh, usually the most successful companies have very bold visions, such as SpaceX, who want to create a multi-planetary, who actually want to make us multi-planetary, which of course is a big vision to achieve, but then there's a mission direct, like related to it. Um, and what I found interesting as a kind of a starting point to kick, kick, kick us off a bit into a direction is, 
there's the vision, there's the mission. And then I learned, which was also new for me, that you can also think about a purpose statement because the, the vision is more or less the, the, the what, the mission is the how, and the purpose is the why. So why do you exist? What, what's actually, why do you contribute to kind of the, the overall society? And I thought that was quite interesting um, to, to kick us off. For example, uh, Martin Luther King has a good example that also the university um, mentioned. He said, I have a dream. He didn't say I have a plan. And I think that's something that um, I could very much reflect with and, and could understand on it, that it's more about the why than the actual what. Was it something that you actively considered when you were, let's say, thinking about your personal mission statement that you th thought about your personal existence and what it means to society? Or was it more about what you want to do with your life? Yeah, I didn't frame it in the vision, mission, and purpose, purpose? Mm. Uh, categories. I, I think for me, most importantly, I wanted to define my own virtues and principles. Mm -hmm. that I want to live my life after. And then also just more of a, what do I want to achieve on top of it? But the why is always very closely linked to it, right? So I, I think I didn't have the same structure as you, but I touched very similar points. And then the how is not something that I really define in a single sentence or very briefly, but the how is basically my whole like system of improving myself and ensuring that I get the tasks done that lead me to the what, right? Mm -hmm. So I think if you, if you think about how, for me, it's about which systems do you build to ensure that you stay healthy and be productive in the way you define it. And then the what and the why is interesting because the what is not only... Like it can be goals, but sometimes it's like this, like more like higher level goal, right? And not necessarily I want to run a marathon, but mm -hmm. more of a higher level thing. And the why is the most interesting because it's the least tangible usually, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, would love to hear would love to hear your thoughts. One one other thing that I wanted to mention is that while it is changing for me, and some aspects are definitely new. I, I still have the same core that I had like even 10 years ago when I thought about it like for the first time. So some things are very much still the foundation that I built when I probably was a child and grew up. So some, some, some anchors are definitely in there, even if new things are added. Or sometimes I also remove a principle if I don't think that it's applicable anymore. But I think many, many things uh, still stay the same, at least for me. I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's probably true for most of the people. It's the same for me, which basically also comes back comes back already to maybe the first kind of topic on how you can potentially find it your personal mission or your personal purpose. Because one of the things that I did, which is very much related to what you just said, is that I created a timeline of my life. So I, I had more or less an x-axis and a y-axis, and I and 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 the x-axis was my age, so the development of different things that have happened over my lifetime, and the y-axis was my level of fulfillment in each of these specific, let's say, most important action items that have happened during my lifetime. And doing so that, so basically, there was a, a very very long 
axis of just like static movement and then the moment you met me it exploded right yes it, it, i don't it, know it, in which direction but it definitely exploded no it, it, it definitely exponential um exponential fulfillment that's how it's called i think you could write a book about that um with the people that are surrounded by mike um <laughs> it's probably only you which is where we are talking here <laughs> for potentially yes but it was very interesting to be honest because of course you think about some uh, some 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 major steps in your life but you don't really think about them in that detail and in that kind of deep thought process and that really helped me to understand what has actually worked well in my life what did not work well and not just what worked well and what didn't work well but also which of these things made me extremely happy and which of these things didn't make me happy and then you can see at least from my point of view and maybe kind of the listeners if they do that kind of same task as well you will see certain patterns at least that's what happened to me i could see certain patterns for the things that didn't work well and i could see certain patterns that worked very well and on the basis of that of course you can basically on what you just said right um, you as a person, your personality type is not going to change dramatically. So you see why certain things work well and what the conclusion is in order to also build your your personal, personal, um, let's say, purpose statement or mission statement. So that really helped me, which was one of the things that I did. Um, and, and we have talked about kind of the the Ikigai concept with Jeff Goldhelp before, who, who also wrote a blog article about it, about defining different elements, Ikigai, so I-K-I-J-A-I. So I think it's very interesting, this concept. It's a Japanese concept about finding your fulfillment in life. That's also something that I've done. But I want to kick that back actually to you. Like the, I talked about this timeline part of my life. Is there any other kind of method that you have used? I have a couple of more that I would love to share, but that was kind of one thing that has really helped me dig deeper into the similarities and differences of my life occurrences, more or less. Yeah, funnily enough, it's one of the things that's still on my list to complete in the next couple of weeks uh, because it was recommended to me by a couple of people. The timeline? Uh, but I, I haven't done it yet. So like this life, like my, my whole life, mapping it out and then matching specific feelings or like sense of fulfillment to it. Awesome, so I yeah. uh, haven't done that yet. I think a couple of things, uh, like one thing that really impacted me on that was uh, ben, uh, Benjamin Franklin's autobiography and then also like the general biography because he wrote down his like virtues and principles at some point and tried to mm -hmm. follow them as yep, much yep. as possible. So I modeled some of, it, some of the process after that. And I think for systems and everything surrounding that, there's a lot of different books. I think the one that we have already talked about that is a bit newer is Atomic Habits mm -hmm. that has definitely impacted my view, not reaffirmed my view on systems and self-improvement, I think. And then uh, I think Tim Ferriss, uh, like in Tools of Titans, had also a couple of great reflection exercises. I, I don't remember the name, but I think one of them is Fear Setting. It's probably oh, the yeah. name. That is setting that the correct name? Yeah. Fear Setting. Fear setting. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, I, that I do like usually once a quarter or something. And mm -hmm. th like you can Google it for everyone who, um, who doesn't know it. There's a that TED Talk about it even. Even better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah. the TED Talk. And then one, one last thing that uh, was very important is... Uh, just regularly reflecting and then also journaling has been helpful because in through the journaling I could find some patterns and because I don't remember what I did a year ago and how I felt right I, I do remember it for the very like big things usually mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. but even then sometimes looking into what you wrote down that specific day can give you very interesting insights 
Yeah, especially probably when you take a step back, right? Oftentimes we are we feel not very happy because of very, let's say, little moments in a on a day-to-day basis. But looking at it backwards and looking at what has happened in the whole year, um, you can get a lot of satisfaction from from that perspective. And I think journaling can help, whether it's at the end of the year or kind of throughout the year, to understand there's actually been a lot of things that have happened over the year. And it's it's not that single day that made me unfulfilled or not happy. It's the kind of more bigger scope where I can also find personal fulfillment, I think. And one other thing, um, which I think, and I don't want to go into all the methods, um, and I'm also going to probably post something on LinkedIn about it, but one of the other kind of methods that I used that was really interesting, and I think it's well known from, I think, the seven habits of highly effective people or the big five for life. Um, so I think there are a lot of books that actually write about this, but the the funeral concept or the funeral question, when you think about when you die in I don't know if life expectancy is 85 years, then um, yeah, we would be there in about 60 years. But if that would be the case, hopefully, or maybe we get a bit older with um, the different technologies that are being built right now. But asking yourself, how would people see you when you are dying, I think is a question that is very weird to a person that has not really asked him or herself that question. But it has also helped me to understand what do my friends think of me? What does uh, what does my family think about me? What do the th- people think about me that have worked with me? Um, and all these kind of different elements of life that you have come through. And really asking yourself that question is something that I think was very deep, but also very interesting. And that has helped me to also reshape my, my values and principles that you've mentioned before, the virtues that reflect me personally. And I think that's something that I really liked, uh, kind of, taking a step like 60 years forward and thinking backwards from there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's that's a good concept as well. I haven't done that in quite some time, but maybe I should do it again. But yeah, let's get to the actual content. Max, mm-hmm. tell us more about your mission, your vision, your purpose, and whatever you have prepared. Yeah, so I think um, for, for, for my purpose, um, I kind of wrote it down and I'm happy to share it. Um, so my purpose is to to be part of solving impactful challenges um, by comf- uh, constantly stepping out of my comfort zone. I think that's something that I actually understood throughout my life that for all the successes that I've had, that I usually stepped out of my comfort zone or also in the moments of high fulfillment. Um, so it was a pattern that I've analyzed. And I think that's kind of the addition to it. I want to collaborate with very positive and passionate people, positive in that verse, but I don't want to work together with naysayers anymore. I, I, I kind of have that focus of working with people that see the, the life as being a grateful thing to be here and actually use that chance in an opportunistic way, uh, but also combine that with a winner's mentality. So I think that's something that I've noticed that I want to work together with people that are very ambitious, uh, probably comes back from kind of the sporting background of myself um, playing national championships in in golf for example where i've kind of been surrounded by people that have been successful or actually have that mentality and then i think lastly kind of to also pass that pass the fruits on to family and 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 friends and people i can inspire because i don't just want to sit in my knowledge more or less and don't get it out i actually want to share it with others um, and and of course let other people contribute in the personal learning journey and i think these are kind of the topics that are very personal to me which i have identified which um, maybe seems a bit abstract but for me personally that's what i want to say sounds fairly generic 
Yeah, it, I thought the same, but I think, for example, taking the point, I want to collaborate with positive and passionate people. It's something that seems to be very abstract, but sit together with a person for two or three days and you will definitely understand if these people are passionate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Present. But is there, is there anything like specific other than like impactful challenges? Have you thought about specific kinds of impact or are you rather focused on like really like keeping it broad and ensuring that you will have impact in whatever way possible? No, I think I didn't want to go one level deeper because impactful, of course, can mean a lot of things. But I also think I'm quite opportunistic in the way that I, if if, and I think we're a bit similar in that perspective, if you work together with the right people that are positive and passionate, you will find impactful challenges to solve. It's not like when you bring together in, uh, positive and passionate people that these people are just going to think about, let's say, um, Uh, boring and 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 not impactful challenges to solve. That's I think the wrong audience to work with. Um, and I think that's kind of where the impactful part gets a bit broader. Where I believe that if you bring together the right people and work together on specific challenges, there's more to just solving the problem. It's there's an impact behind it. There's a reason why people want to invest seven, eight, ten years on a problem to be solved. And I think that's where the impact then comes in. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the specific problem. It's much more. And I think that's what I believe. I wanted to make it a bit more broad to be also a bit opportunistic in that pathway. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. Makes a lot of sense to me. Is yeah. there anything else in in addition to that? So like, how do you get there? And maybe, I mean, it's not really like the why like is also not really answered. So do you have a reason why you think that this is what you want to do? It was, I think, a, a conclusion of all the different events that have happened over the years. Um, and I think the why for me is rather something that came along. And I think that's also what, um, yeah, that was also what Viktor Frankl said, which I loved. The meaning of our existence is not invented by ourselves, but rather detected. So it's not that I'm inventing the existence. It's something that I detect. And it, by looking at kind of my, my timeline and life journey, I have detected um, specific similarities that apparently is very personal to me, um, like about this, that I don't want to hang around naysayers, that I, I love people that have a winner's mentality and, and always want to learn new things. That's very personal to me. It might not be the case for everybody. Um, and that's something that I've just detected. Um, and, and I think the why kind of comes out of it and actually resulted in this mission statement, if that's clear. Yeah, that makes sense to me. What well, I can. I, I'm happy to happy to continue. So yeah, please. I I have a couple of things that I find very very interesting and want to work towards. Uh, I formulated a bit differently, but I also have my virtues and principles, who like are the underlying um, like foundation for that. But I can't go through all of them because I have 44. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe maybe that's a topic for a later episode. But I can I can give you a couple of examples. So uh, and. One of the, some of them have very like self uh, like self-explanatory names, and others need to be um, explained a bit. But uh, one thing that I have as one of my virtues and principles is being enthusiastic, because I mm -hmm. think it's just great if you bring positivity into the world and just ensure that other people are getting some part of it as well. So I think that's great. Then. Uh, one thing that is in there is search for the truth, right? Because I'm very nice. interested in knowing the truth and working towards helping the truth to get out. I'm, I'm a very, very big 
like I hate it when people use like lies or wrong facts specifically to further their agenda. Mm-hmm. And I think especially in politics, you see that like a lot, right? And usually those that don't accept the truth. And then you can discuss about what truth is, right? I'm not talking about truth in a moral sense, but rather in a scientific mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. one other thing. Uh, then uh, one one thing that's very important to me is being surrounded by like-minded and positive people. So that's something that you said as well. I think the mix of positive and ambitious is something that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one last thing that I uh, also have in here is uh, linear versus nonlinear thinking. Because mm-hmm. like by definition, we think linear in most senses, but sometimes like nonlinear and exponential ways makes opportunities way more apparent if you think about the long term it's not it's not easy to do but it's something that i want to continue to train for myself but now to the to the higher level things mm-hmm. uh, a couple of things that i want to work towards is one i want to accumulate the most amount of knowledge possible and that's both for myself because i love learning new things and then also for society as a whole because mm-hmm. i think that knowledge will propel us forward and in combination with that is something that you like alluded to earlier. I want to live forever, or at least as long as I can. <laughs> and I will do like I think like a huge part of my like resources in the future will be put into like life extension, everything surrounding that. Because I just don't I don't accept it that humans just die at some point. Because so I think it's just a scientific problem that needs to be solved. And that's usually one of the things that many people that I know disagree with me on. Mm-hmm. But like one of like one of the core things uh, I think that I will want to work towards, and not only for me, right? Also, mostly for because I want my like loved ones to live uh, basically forever or the longest amount possible, at least. Mm-hmm. And then similarly, uh, in combination with that, I have a couple of causes that I want to work towards. Uh, I'm very passionate about mental health, so at some point I definitely want to do something to solve parts of that problem or contribute to that. And then one other thing that I'm on a theoretical level very, very interested in, but haven't done too much about already is preventing existential risks for humanity. I think we talked about one of my favorite books, The Precipice, in the podcast already. Mm -hmm. And just ensuring that humanity survives in the long term. And I mean, becoming a multiplanetary species, something that you mentioned earlier, one of the best steps that we can probably take towards that direction. But yeah, generally there's... Solving climate change as another one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is one of the things that is intellectually extremely stimulating and also just such a big Mm -hmm. task that I think it would be worthy to invest lots of resources into it over time. But yeah, this is also something that's changing a bit. Like the knowledge part has always been there. I I was always super interested in the knowledge side of things. But yeah, these are all causes that I can see myself like really working towards. And currently I'm mostly working on the knowledge part right because my my business is also helping other people to get access to education mm-hmm. yeah. regardless of financial background so i'm really passionate about like this specific part and yeah we, we don't have that much time left uh, but do you have any questions now the, the the question for me and i love that um and i think we we have a couple of like very similar viewpoints i just articulated very differently but um i love that perspective just one one question final question how do you kind of keep track of the virtues and let's say also more more abstract pathways is that something that you also dedicate specific 
books towards to let's say you, you you mentioned like education mental health potentially like climate change or longevity like are these kind of on a day-to-day -day basis do you take these more or less abstract vir like virtues but also like principles that you have to also decide what you're going to buy what you're going to read what you're going to do besides let's say your, ma your main job or how, how how does that come into play definitely definitely like so yeah. like for some time i just read them every day when i went to bed or when i woke up i iterated Mm -hmm. between that and then try to see whether I could find patterns that I could reuse and then also like for some time like every week I was focusing on one specific virtue and trying to incorporate it I think it's one of these things that you have to redo some of these I have already implemented fully into my routines and my systems mm -hmm. and others I struggle with a bit more but yeah it's definitely something that impacts my time and resource allocation and That's also how I see these things, right? Uh, if I don't do anything and I just have them written down, then they don't really help me. Yeah, good point. I think it's also so good, maybe kind of like end of closing remark or looking at um, the end of the, the the call. But I think that's something that I would also kind of give forward, right? It, it's at the end of the day, it helps to have some form of um, like reflection on what you do on a day to day basis fits to your overall mission, purpose, however you want to call it at the end. But um, kind of reflecting on that, whether it's on a quarterly or a half a year or yearly basis, or maybe also looking back five, four, five, six, seven, eight years, if you have kind of some guiding principles on what you want to do with your life and how it reflects, I think that's great. And uh, using specific methods such as the ones that Mike and I explained can help to better underline what you actually want to do and why you do certain things. So hopefully that's helpful and hopefully some people um, thought, that uh, thought about it in, like in an interesting way and maybe people can take it forward. And if we should dig a bit deeper, maybe also with guests, um, feel free to send us a message on, on that way. Um, Mike, anything else to add from your side? No, it was a bit different. We didn't talk about startups at all today. Well, almost, almost, <laughs> at least almost. Now I did it. But What about Sparks and Sparks and Serendipity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So definitely a bit of a different focus. But yeah, let us know if you liked it. But as always, it was a pleasure, Max. Have a good rest Likewise. of your day and speak soon. You too.